Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, the podcast that is ostensibly about video game movies and also th th other things sometimes. This is episode 115. My name is Mark Champlin. Today, as always, I'm joined by Alex Wallace. What's up, girls and gays? I think that, as far as I'm concerned, no rules broken this week. <laughs> Still about video game movies. Lasagna Cat, squarely a video game movie. Uh, video games happen in it. There are multiple mm -hmm. extended video game parody sequences. No mm -hmm. rules broken. Lasagna Cat, basically just as much of a video game movie as King of Fighters. So with that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I mean, the first video on the channel, besides like the, the little intro, is like a, a huge video game parody. So we're fine. We're, we're fine. fine. We're, we're fine. The, we're in the clear. <laughs> All good. All good. Um... Yeah, so uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna have to sit down here uh, and do our own little lasagna cat explainer. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Mark, what is lasagna cat? <laughs> well, it it's one of the hardest things that we've ever had to condense down into a couple sentences, and and therefore we we didn't. But uh, <laughs> broad strokes, it's a surrealist comedy slash horror <laughs> web series. Created by Fatal Farm, um, which I, I looked up and uh, seems like they've done a lot of work for uh, for Adult Swim type of things. And uh, they've done work for Key and Peel. So just sketch comedy slash animation kind of group. It's two people. Uh, anyway, they're called Fatal Farm and they created uh, Lasagna Cat um, as a parody of Garfield comic strips, obviously. The series was uploaded to YouTube and ran... Uh, from November 9th, 2007 to February 23rd, 2017, but not throughout that whole <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, that's what not that really accurate, is it? <laughs> what, no, what that means is one day in 2007, they uploaded 27 episodes of <laughs> yeah. Lasagna Cat, did nothing for 10 full years, and then one day in 2017, uploaded another 10 episodes of Lasagna Cat. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that, that, the, the really important thing to understand is that there are two separate runs of Lasagna Cat. Yeah. Um, Re and, real Doctor Who type of situation. Yeah. There's old Doctor Who, and then there's new Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, like you said, the first run um, is like bulk uploaded to this YouTube channel uh, on January 14th, 2008. Uh, previously, yeah. there had just yeah. been a single teaser video um, that's like 15 seconds and just says lasagna cat and like that's <laughs> it. Uh, and then, yeah, like you said, there's like 30 of them or something and they all yeah. just get put on this channel on the same day at the beginning of 2008 on YouTube. Yeah. No um, fanfare. Nope. They it, they just all were uploaded at the same time in bulk for for binge watching, yep. which wasn't even a thing. Back then. <laughs> yeah, not, that was not even a term at the time. Nope. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, the title of each of these videos is just a date, um, and that date corresponds to the Garfield's comic strip that came out on that date. Um, <laughs> and so each one of these videos is like recorded on like a grainy camcorder kind of vibes it's about one to two minutes long usually um and you have a live action human man uh who is playing john uh alongside two people in terrifying garfield and Odie costumes i mean just like it like garfield is like on all fours but it's like clearly a man with legs and knees you know it's... yeah and the, the the garfield head is like 
engorged and looks like it's like melting or is like somewhat disfigured but still resembles garfield in color there's like a sinister nature to the eyes of the garfield costume that they use um (laughs) and and yeah so so in in every video they reenact the comic strip uh from that date (laughs) um and then a rim shot and a laugh track plays, uh, and then the comic strip is shown on screen. Um, and then uh, I would say that this is then followed by a music video reenactment of the comic strip. <laughs> Using usually licensed music from anywhere from Mariah Carey to the Final Fantasy III soundtrack by Nobuo Uematsu. <laughs> um, and... Yeah, and it always in the corner shows like Lasagna Cat tributes to Jim Davis as if it's like a '90s music video. Yeah, and and then anywhere from you know surreal to sometimes creepy, uh, some reenactments uh, set to music. Yeah, still using Human yeah. John and the and the Garfield <laughs> yes. and Odie costumes. Um, and then at the end of every video, we see an ominous image of Jim Davis. <laughs> Always the same picture. Just Jim that Davis. same picture of Jim Davis, author of Garfield. Uh, and then the video ends. <laughs> um, and there are a bunch of them, as we said. Um, so uh, at this point, I want to kind of pause and sort of talk about what the themes of this sort of first run of Lasagna Cat are. Um, because, mm-hmm. like, obviously, it, it's very surreal. Um uh, and, and it's very weird and off-putting. Um, but I think when you watch the first run, it's very obvious what's going on here. Like, it's very obvious what the joke is and what the themes are, you know? Because the very first episode, like, the, I mean, I, I don't think that these are really intended to be watched in an order because they all were just put up at the same time and they don't really have mm-hmm. any connection to one another. And, like, there isn't, like, a big grand conclusion at the end. But the the first one listed on the YouTube channel... Um, is like after the comic strip is like an extended par- parody of Final Fantasy VI with Garfield and Odie and John uh, as like Super Nintendo sprites. Um, and like when Garfield wins the JRPG battle, the the you know success text says, "Told one hilarious joke, made four licensing deals." Uh, and then it cuts, and then it cuts to Garfield in the overworld for a bit, and then he pulls up the menu and goes to his party. And goes to Jim Davis, uh, and he tries to view skills for Jim Davis, and it just keeps making an error noise every time he clicks on it. Uh, and, you know, so it's like, it's very obvious what this is. It's This is an extended bit about how Garfield isn't funny. <laughs> and yeah, has... Gar- Garfield sucks, at J- Jim Davis is a hack, Yeah, <laughs> uh, and um, he, you know, got lucky. Uh, real quick, before someone corrects me, I said Final Fantasy 3. I was talking about U.S. Final Fantasy yeah, 3. Yeah, they're the same. Nobody in the Discord, you know what the fuck I was trying to say. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, and it's like, you know, the, the joke is... You know, the Garfield comic strip is fucking nothing. It's There's no yeah. cultural value to it whatsoever. The jokes are hackneyed and, uh, you know, it's repetitive. It's the same shit over and over again, which is what the, you know, what the YouTube channel is. It's the same shit over and over and over again. Um, Very meta, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and yet somehow Jim Davis, uh, you know, is this self-aggrandizing motherfucker who you know has made millions and millions of dollars off of this you know 
brand, you know? And that, like, that's what the first run of Lasagna Cat is about. It's, it is about how Garfield is this soulless brand that isn't funny and has never been funny. Jim Davis is not funny. And, like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a commentary about art under capitalism. Maybe they don't, they don't maybe entirely understand that that's what it is, but that's what it is, right? Yeah, and, I mean, I, I would argue, yes, it is clear in, like, three or four of the videos that that's what it's about. A lot of them are just, like, goofy meme culture. Yeah. Uh, but, but kind of ahead of its time, goofy meme culture. Like, it like it almost feels like, like um, kind of like a YouTube poop sort of thing, but it's all original content besides the fact that it's Garfield. Uh, but, yeah, there are certain videos from the original run. Uh, the, the the other big one being the – oh, yeah, yeah, we have this here. The, the Jurassic Park uh, video, <laughs> yeah. um, which is my favorite of the original run. Maybe my favorite of the whole series, honestly. <laughs> it's where, really uh, fucking funny. <laughs> it's really good. They – um. The, the the comic strip uh, that they chose is irrelevant here. It kind of breaks the format, but it's just – it's the Jurassic Park-like theme by John Williams and uh, beautiful, like, nature shots. And then superimposed upon the screen is just cherry-picked, like, backhanded uh, compliments from reviews of the Garfield movie that, that include things like <laughs> – Kids will watch anything. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I was able to lower my expectations so that the sequel was at least watchable. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's part of the uh, the other part of the bit is like it has the slew of reviews for the first Garfield movie where everyone's just like, I didn't totally want to kill myself, and yeah. then <laughs> and yeah. then it, and then it like the music gets even more dramatic as it transitions <laughs> to the reviews for the second Garfield movie, and it's just. <laughs> A Tale like, of Two Kitties. This one was significantly less painful than the first one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kids under eight will surely enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually it's just like <laughs> like eBay reviews of the DVD that arrived. <laughs> like, it was in good quality. A+. Yeah. <laughs> I love the Garfield comic strips. Can't wait to see the movie, says Amazon user. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, with that, yeah, th those two videos in particular, and there are a few nods to the to the themes. Um, yeah, just th they they make the theme pretty clear, um, and it just exists to be this weird thing that kind of disappeared into obscurity over the years and was just like you know the Newgrounds crowd. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure very much enjoyed this. <laughs> the the Lemon Demon crowd, those type of people. And then, and then out of nowhere, <laughs> and then it gets. I think it. I think it gets way more weird with the second run, um, and that's intentional. I yeah. think, but whether whether or not it's fully successful is up to interpretation. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So we'll talk about the second run. So in two thousand and seventeen, nine years later, <laughs> they. The first three videos uh, that they upload are uh, just teasers. Um, white background, HD camera now, the degree of remove that had been provided by that sort of scratchy camcorder vibe is now gone. Uh, we are seeing, uh, this Garfield costume and John's fake unnatural hair, uh, 
in, you know, widescreen HD 1080p, and it's really scary. And, like, the first video that happens, it's just, like, <laughs> John walks on screen, and then the only text that pops up just says, Lasagna Cat, Telephone Sex Survey, February 9th, 2017. <laughs> I, I love... The idea of there being a tr being multiple trailers for this <laughs> this set of YouTube uploads from a long dead YouTube channel, it's I think the like the run up to the new episodes is my favorite section of all of Lasagna Cat, yeah. uh, and then like the first couple of of the new videos the I really really like as well. It's so and I, I do like specifically that you brought up that there's no degree of separation and you can just see the costumes and the seams and how awful and scary it looks. I think that's intentional and Definitely. I really like that. Yeah. I think, I think that is effective. And like, yeah. Yeah. The fact that they upload one trailer that says like, uh, lasagna cat, uh, teaser, uh, us version. And it just has the date written one way. And then the next video is called lasagna cat teaser international version. And it's just the exact same video, but with the, the with the month and day swapped. That that's just a, that's like, yeah, again, the, the trailers are the best bit. And yeah. the, the final trailer is, uh, has, uh, it actually does have clips from the new run, of Lasagna Cat, and it reveals the musical artist that they'll be using. <laughs> and it also has its own original skit where it kind of, they, they hired like an actual movie trailer guy voice uh, to say. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like th this next video is titled, it's just, the, the title is just a 1-800 number. <laughs> and then it is like a Hollywood style trailer for yeah. uh, that. With a budget. With yeah, a, incredibly with a... well made. <laughs> yeah. It's like the trailer of a Terminator movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where where they explain that if you call this toll-free number <laughs> and, and list your name and the number of sexual partners you've had, a a, a Garfield web series will return. <laughs> um and and so people and people did and they called the 1-800 number and so and so Lasagna Cat returned. Um God, and then it just keeps go going from there because the next video immediately after the trailer, because again they like bulk upload a new set of videos, and the yeah. and mostly these are of the same formula as the old videos, you know, except it's in way higher quality now, um, you know, and and but it's you know they reenact the strip. There's a little piano stinger in this one instead of a rim shot. There's a laugh track. They show the strip, uh, and then. In this one, it's a little more, like, extended genre parodies than music mm -hmm. videos. Like, there's still music, but it's like, they go and do a Miami Vice for, like, four minutes. You know, they yeah. go and do a, a Garfield and Odie make a YouTube fight scene uh, kind of mm -hmm. kind of thing. One of, like, one of my favorites is they, they do Into Club by 50 Cent, <laughs> yeah. and the, the music video that they use for that is just as if they were making an actual, like, like gangster rap video yeah. but with Garfield characters, which it, it's, it's it, pretty good. It's good. Um, yeah. And, but, but, but the first video that gets put up, uh, after the, 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 the Hollywood trailer, um, right. Is the, is the pipe strip video, um, which I, I think I'm going to let you take because I've never actually watched <laughs> it all the way through it. I'm pretty sure you have. 
I've watched this video all the way through multiple times um, because I'm uh, because I'm a fucking masochist. I, I have no real explanation as to why there is there's a genre of like YouTube video or maybe just like joke in general of like this thing is going on absurdly too long and it yeah. stopped being funny 48 minutes ago. <laughs> And I mean, that's what there, Lasagna Cat is at its heart, right? It's an extended yes. shit post. It's an effort meme, right? Extended shit post. There, there's a uh, there's, there's a guy named Rocco Bodie, who's the founding member of Mega64, who has a personal channel, where he makes these type of jokes all the time <laughs> as well, where he'll do like a fake infomercial for the new Mega64 DVD, and then the camera like cuts, and it's just a black screen of him arguing with the director of the commercial for 40 minutes it just unscripted and that type of shit is so funny to me so that's why i really like this video it's a it's like an old man in like what? a tweed jacket it's another clearly... one of the gar it's another one of the lasagna cat videos first like first right, they okay. recreate yes. a garfield comic strip as usual yeah, the, the strip in question is uh, it, it's uh, John saying, well, where did my pipe go? And then the third strip is just Garfield sitting there on his fucking cat ass smoking the pipe. And John goes, Garfield! Like, clearly, like, a terrible strip. It's very early Garfield. It's not funny at all. There's not even a punchline. The punchline is the cat is smoking, which is not a joke. Uh, so <laughs> what what ensues is um, a man who clearly is, like, styled to look like a, like, university professor uh, or, or like a, a, a music conductor or some type of, you know, scholar in a tweed jacket sitting in a smoke-filled studio uh, explaining why that pipe strip, he, he just calls it the pipe strip, explaining why when he saw the pipe strip as a child, it permanently altered his, like, state of consciousness and and changed the the course of his life forever and he believes it to be a masterpiece this comic strip specifically to be a masterpiece on the level of like you know any any like classical literature like shakespeare he has dedicated his life to evangelizing the the wisdom that is to be gained by reading this pipe strip it's it's so over the top and this video could easily have only been 5 minutes of him doing this but it's a full hour <laughs> and the fact that that they sat down and wrote that long of a script is so funny to me. That's really just, in general, my the the reason I like Lasagna Cat so much is it's just an absurd amount of efforts uh, to be put into a joke that we got like in two thousand seven. But they were like, no, we're gonna make another seven hours of content hammering this joke even further with a <laughs> yeah. budget. So I I just intrinsically like that concept. Yeah. Yeah, and this is this is also where they first introduce uh, the the loop concept to Lasagna Cat to the Lasagna Cat uh, lore, where yeah. like you know because the first run, as we said, is just about how Jim Davis is a hack, and that's really <laughs> that's really it. Um, you know, and then here um, there's a point in the pipe strip video where he talks about how he's like the, he talks about the, how the strip is so beautiful because you could you could take one end of the strip and connect it to the to the to the other end of the strip and create like a mobius strip that infinitely mm -hmm. loops and just tells the same story over and over and over again and over time through the rest of lasagna cat 
you realize that that is the point that is, that is an additional point that is now being made about Garfield. That it is, you know, just sort of this infinitely repetitious thing. That it is this infinite loop that John and Garfield and Odie can never escape. They yeah, are it's, always it's, it's in, a cycle yeah. that will continue for infinity. Yes. Um, and this is, I think it's really, they really hammer this home uh, with the, the Mr. Funny Man episode mm -hmm. um again the, the 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 comic strip here is kind of irrelevant the the genre parody that happens in this episode this is like one of the last ones before the final video which we'll talk about um it's like old-timey black and white kind of vaudeville show vibes um right. and uh john is on stage and he's being billed as mr funny man uh and he goes up on the stage uh and he just walks in a loop uh around this this like wooden ramp that just he just keeps circling around over and over and over again uh and then the whole audience is just staring and watching and like coughing occasionally and just huge theater full of people just like mostly silent not laughing um and then the next thing that you see is a newspaper uh declaring the mr funny man show to be absolute brilliant uh the writer jim davis uh you know a you know uh, a talent uh a gifted to us from god um and it's like hey did you get it like, I don't know. This part, to me, I think it's a little too on the nose. It's, like, too... Like, yeah, I get it. The point is that Garfield is is always the same shit over and over again, and it's not funny, but Jim Davis acts like it is funny, and and that's the... Yeah. Yeah, I think a fair criticism of this... Of, of this series is that they do hammer it uh, a little... They are a little heavy-handed with it. I think yeah. that's absolutely fair. Like, they they make the same exact points like five different ways when they could have easily done it in like two or three. Like if, like we're going to talk about it right now, but mm -hmm. if, if the sex survey re results video exists, the, the Mr. Funny Man video kind of doesn't also need to exist. Yeah, I agree. I think. Yeah, I agree with that. The, the, the sex survey results video, uh, and we'll, I guess we'll get into it now is it really is the penultimate, uh, the, the lead up, the you know the first series didn't have a climax this series very very clearly has a climax that the entire series was building up to uh and it's the sex survey yeah. results video so yeah like the f the first <laughs> run i think gets its themes across you know and yeah. and does that well and it's sort of surreal and self-contained and the like psychological horror aspect of it is sort of like on the periphery it's like something that is sort of like like when you're watching that first run of lasagna cat with the scratchy camcorder video and and just like then the unsettling costumes and the weird music videos like right. you're like you know that something is wrong like you know that, that there's something deeply deeply wrong happening here but mm -hmm. like th it, that is never made th made text it's always lurking in the background and i think the the sex survey results video uh uh kind of yeah it, it's a little much for me let's get into it okay so christ yeah. uh let's just <laughs> so this is a four hour and 45 minute long video <laughs> um which again i love because yes. 
why the fuck would they make it that long? And the reason they made it long is they used every single entry <laughs> of that the they sex got survey. for people calling in and stating their name and the number of sexual partners they had. And so what this video is, is it opens on John in the living room reading the newspaper, which says, like, phone scam causes huge privacy concerns. <laughs> uh, we'll talk more about the, uh, the the newspaper headlines later. But, um, yeah, like, and, and we see John reading the newspaper. Someone knocks on the door. John gets up, goes to answer the door. Door opens. There is a mannequin standing there. The mannequin speaks the audio of someone's voicemail says their name and the number of sexual partners they had sometimes going on for several minutes <laughs> like there's definitely some people that just like call in drunk as shit and just ramble into the phone <laughs> um and then the mannequin finishes speaking there is a laugh track it freezes the freeze frame becomes a comic strip it zooms out and now it's Garfield in the living room. And then the whole thing repeats and Garfield goes to answer the door and then it freeze frames. And now that whole thing was a comic strip and it zooms out again. And now it's Odie in the living room. Goes through the whole process again, zooms back out. Now it's John back in the living room. This continues for four hours. <laughs> four, four hours of unfunny knock-knock jokes that don't have a real punchline. Do you get what they're trying do to do? Do you get it? Do you get that it's about how Garfield isn't funny? Um, and then at the very end, it's John in the living room again. There's like seven minutes left in the video. Um, and there's a knock at the door again. John goes up. He says, who is it? And it says, John Arbuckle. And he says, John Arbuckle, who? And he opens the door and the guy standing outside is John Arbuckle again. And he says, John Arbuckle, two. And then it cuts to the John that's standing in the doorway, and he says, <laughs> John Arbuckle zero, and closes the door. Brief aside, want to say, the performance, I'm not sure of, of the name of the actor who plays John Arbuckle in this, terrifying. Just uncanny. Mm -hmm. Every single video, he is just, there's so obviously something wrong with him, but he never lets it slip. It's mm -hmm. so, it, yeah. Um, door closes. The John outside is now old and frail. Um, and to me, it seems like the implication of this moment is basically the John inside the house has not escaped the Garfield comic loop. The John outside has and has therefore begun to age and change. And so we just see him wandering around empty streets as we hear uh jim davis interview quotes playing <laughs> talking about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at, at this point i think they're, they're trying to make it clear that they believe and that it's it has been tacitly admitted by jim davis that john arbuckle is a stand-in for jim davis and the old john arbuckle looks like jim davis that like that picture that they're that they've been using yeah and he like yeah. he he talks about like his process for for creating garfield and how he how he creates garfield comic strips as we see like this dazed and confused old john arbuckle wandering around the city <laughs> um and then 
two uh, sort of mannequin-like people uh, appear in the distance and leave a briefcase at a bus station. Um, from this point forward, uh, my description of what happens in this is going to be disturbing. Uh, there's a lot of gross stuff that happens in the last, like, five minutes of Lasagna Cat. Some of it is yep. really horrific. Uh, body horror. Body horror. Obviously. Gore. Horror. Uh, like, uh, pregnancy issues. So just be aware there's some gross stuff we're going to talk about here as we go forward. Um, so John gets the briefcase. And he opens it up, and there is like a like a taxidermied dead cat, like an orange cat inside the briefcase, and it's sort of like the image of that cat sort of haunts him as he continues to wander. Um, and then all of a sudden, I, I was just gonna say at this point, like I feel like yes, it's very on the nose, but it's filmed so well, and it's and it's creepy enough. To still be like effective. Yeah, and, I think I'm still on board at this uh, point. Yes, that that's kind of what I'm saying. Is I'm at this point I'm still on board. They haven't like pushed it too far yet. Yeah, which they they do in the end. Yeah, because so. yeah, I mean I don't know. The next part I think is also like a little much, but like eh. yes, like so the next part it's suddenly he's like in the desert and he's like climbing up rocks as Jim Davis talks about how he writes jokes uh and talks about how uh when he needs to write jokes for garfield he can imagine <laughs> garfield in the room with him i i love this interview he's just basically like saying like i don't know i put very little effort into these strips <laughs> and it's that's essentially what he, he's like he's like i've kind of created a monster garfield just like writes himself you know yeah. it's just you, you say something about food you say something about sleep you know you say something about mondays that's kind of what i've been doing for 40 years <laughs> yeah um and then i would say this is the point where it kind of starts to lose me i'm not totally lost at this point the next scene is where it completely loses me um mm -hmm. So he's still in the desert, and uh, this is when human Garfield appears. <laughs> Which is like, there is like a man who is like, with like orange body paint and like, like Garfield, like Garfield face paint sort of like, very like kind of caveman-esque kind of mm -hmm. looking dude he he's naked like with full frontal nudity yeah should, it should be noted before you watch this like if you don't want to see a penis like there is literally a penis in this yeah um the human garfield rushes at john in slow motion um and then the implication is that he kills him essentially mm -hmm. like he runs at him and then disappears and then he reappears right behind John and whispers something in his ear. I saw people on you in the YouTube comments being like, he whispers, you're not funny, but I didn't see any, it doesn't uh, yeah. stay on him long enough for that to be clear at all. So I don't know where people are getting that. Um, and then like John, like disintegrates into worms. <laughs> Which I think would have been a perfectly okay way to end. That would have been a fine way to do it. Um, I think the next part sucks. I think it's way over the line. I think it I think it ruins the tone. I think it's just gross for the sake of being gross. It doesn't drive home the themes better than anything else does. It's okay. This is the part I didn't used to think this, but I'm like 
pretty much with you now. Yeah. Upon, upon a final rewatch. It's like, so you cut to a teenage girl in a high school bathroom who has a miscarriage in a toilet. Yes. Giving birth on, on a toilet. Yeah. yeah. Essentially. And um, it's, she... Very, very graphically. Very also, graphic. Like, like very explicitly, explicitly showing, showing everything. Birth. Yeah. Um, and then, like, she stands up and says something in Polish about how, like, it's a demon child um, and how she's in hell and how, uh, you know, this this will continue to happen forever. Her, her soul will be, will be eaten and vomited and eaten again. Like, yeah. Do, do, do you get it? Do you it's get it? It's about yeah. how Garfield isn't funny. Um, and then, like, it cuts to the, like, fetus in the toilet, and it's wearing the blue polo shirt that John wears, and there's, like, an orange cat walking around on the toilet seat. Um, yeah. And then Jim Davis says, humor is such a subjective thing. I don't think any one person really knows what's funny. Uh, and then, like, hard cut to orange screen, end of lasagna cat. I do like the hard cut to the orange screen. Yeah, I, I mean, there's like there's that. elements of this that are cool, but like, dude, it's no, like, just no, like, it just, I don't, it kind of, it just kind of ruins it for me. I think I'm kind of a lasagna cat boomer, cause like I, <laughs> I just think that like, I don't know, it was so much more interesting to me when it was all implied. And it was all yeah. sort of on the periphery. And it's like, because that first run, it's just like, God, it's so unsettling. Like, it's so clear that there's just something so wrong about this. And so, and just like. Yeah, the the weird, like, like Garfield, many hands, Vishnu, like, like trip is like a really weird thing. There's the Garfield's eyes like grow and then like pop out, but it's not like gory. It's just creepy. Yeah, yeah like yeah, the, the the they don't really introduce any of the like explicit body horror elements until the second run. And like I don't know, I appreciate a lot about what they did with that second run. Um, I really like the like you know I love the sex survey thing it's hilarious mm -hmm. and, like that video is like it's brilliant until the end I think like all of the other stuff in it the yeah. the four hour long loop like yes they're belaboring the point um but it that stuff works for me because it's so over the top and it and it it like I'll take that back not because it's over the top but because it, it it's like it is still wrapped up in that ethos of like the joke of this is the fact that it exists and so much work yes. went into it. <laughs> the the joke is the idea that you would watch four hours of this. The yeah. joke is on you. Like that's brilliant. I yeah. I don't know. Like anyone could make it, but to make it this well is is a feat. The the moment that I think that the thing that ties that sex survey results video together for, for me <laughs> is the 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 moment where like. There's a point, so, like, the newspaper headlines, uh, as, as each character is reading the newspaper, uh, sort of change and mutate over the video, and, like, at some point starts talking about, like, time loops and stuff, but then mm -hmm. at, at one point, it says, unfocused joke granted too many resources, ultimately confuses. <laughs> yep! <laughs> That's, I... 
I think it's important that they that they wink at the audience like that. Yeah, and like, I, I think that that I, I grant them a little bit of levity on this because of that. Yeah, that that, that moment like, yeah, that that moment like excuses some things to me because it's sort of an acknowledgement of like we know we went too far <laughs> with this, <laughs> and we know that we kind yeah. of like. We have we kind of overshot our own premise and lapped ourselves a little bit. You could tell they came up with that idea when they were like 17 hours into filming the sex survey results, and they were like, "God fucking damn it, we have so much more to do still, yeah. but we can't just stop." Yeah, it's um, yeah. So that 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 allows me to give them a little bit of leeway. I think the thing I'm not going to give them a leeway on is the part where like, um. Mark, why are queer men of color a prop to lasagna cat? I don't know, but there's there's a couple of moments uh, that are like th- pretty explicitly problematic. Um, I think the one one of the new episodes is ju- is again they're doing genre parodies. They do a a genre parody of like a like a gay like japanese porn like a kind of like a bukake scene yeah but it's but it's not just like you know it's not just 10 dudes like jerking shampoo off onto john's face it is that that does happen but <laughs> that does happen i feel like if it was just that then you know it, it would just be another like weird like uh strange uh explicit lasagna cat video but they really go over the top with like they just they they have they have john saying like stereotypical like porn phrases in japanese and there's like you know like those japanese game show videos like the way that those are filmed and it has like japanese like text on the bottom and everyone is like dressed in like like a sumo like yeah, costume it feels very 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 fetishizing of asian men yeah exploitative and weird yeah, and th- um, and there there's just a, a japanese flag superimposed part, upon one of the guys that it's part so, is so crazy like the part like, why where did they just, do that part why did they do that i was like because like the the, the Japanese porn parody thing starts, and I'm like, uh, this is not great. And then, like, uh, yeah. not, not loving this. And then it cut, and then it, it cuts to, like, one single, like, this sh- shot, a uh, close-up on this one dude as he's saying something or other. And they just, like, put a Japanese flag behind him. And I was like, oh, this is racist, racist. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yeah, I, yeah, could have just. And Garfield walks in in, like, a caricature of, like, a gay show oh, with, like, God, the hair. I and, like, the, about like that. the white makeup. so bad. It's, yeah, yeah could have just good. just could have just left that one on the cutting room floor altogether. Just real bad. And then like the there's like the one where like Odie, it's like a it's like a it's like a fashion model parody, and Odie is wearing a bag on his head, and he's like getting in magazines and being ruined by fame and stuff. And at one point, they just show him, uh, like being doted on by like two half naked black men, um. And and I feel just, like this wouldn't have been as weird if these weren't the only black people in all of Lasagna Cat. Yeah, but like if that these, makes it if these were not the only notable appearances of people of color in Lasagna Cat, it wouldn't feel as weird. But because the only times we see any people of color at all, it is like queer men of color being used as background props. It's very weird. Like it's mm-hmm. like not only is it like racist 
uh, and, like, uncomfortable and homophobic. It's also, like, weird and specific. Like, what's going on, <laughs> Lasagna Cat? What's going on, Fatal Farm? What, you want to talk? I kind of don't want to talk to you, but you've probably talked to someone. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is it is it is kind of weird that, like, their their work right before this was, was like, writing and directing for the Key and Peele show, which is, like, an explicitly, like, like black comedy show. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it, it's just notable that, that the rest of it doesn't have this and doesn't explore these themes at all. Yeah. And, then... and, I, and I will say, part of me being a lasagna cat boomer, the first run doesn't have any of that stuff. All of that stuff is in the second run. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> we kind of never really got to our general thoughts. We kind of just walked through the whole <laughs> thing. But do you have any other things you want to kind of talk about before we wrap up? Talking about Lasagna Cat. I think that's kind of. Nah, I'm, where I'm, I'm just at. glad that this thing exists. It is still one of my all time favorite things that's ever been put on the internet she, she, for the sheer reason that it exists. And the joke is that they made it. Yeah. I will always, I will always think that, <laughs> that that is funny. <laughs> and um, it's it, certainly not everyone's cup of tea. I've shown that pipe strip video to multiple people who have said, what the fuck do you watch in your free time? What is wrong with you? And I don't have a great answer. Uh, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, it's one of, it's definitely one of those things that I, I find more interesting to like think about and talk about sure. and sort of analyze than it is to actually watch. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, I think it's worth a watch. Uh, like, at least, like, like, just to see what they did and just all of the, I think, like, the music videos are sometimes very effective in ways. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. there's moments where it's like, oh, yeah, this is just a good song. And they also put together these, like, spectacular <laughs> surrealist visuals featuring this terrifying Garfield costume. Like, yeah, it's really something. Like, we didn't even, like, it's hard to even... It's hard to encapsulate in a podcast the sort of, like, kitchen sink aspect of this thing where it's like, uh -huh, you just uh -huh. never know what's going to come next. You never know, like, what crazy swerve is coming in the next video. Yeah, it's – you after watching this thing, like, you will you won't think about it for a couple days. But then, like, that image of, like, the butterfly landing on John's hand that has Garfield's face <laughs> or, like – <laughs> or like Garfield in the Miami Vice costume in the phone booth, like asking John, John, what the fuck? Am I a dog? And like the cin the cinematography is legitimately impressive on that Miami Vice skit and on yeah. some other on, on some other parts. It's fuck man, it's it's really worth a watch. I would just say, you know, massive content warning for the final like two and a half minutes yeah. of sex survey results. Um so if you don't want to see like explicit body horror or you know genitalia in a like gory yeah. fashion just avoid that ending and you it, won't have you will have still gotten the point just as much as if that ending mm -hmm. didn't exist yeah it's it's like tricky for me because i i th the idea of this thing having a conclusion is exciting you know yes. like because uh i you know i do like sort of works of that are sort of like ontological mysteries you know where it's like you oh, were just sort favorite. of thrown into this uh bizarro world and as you work through it uh you start to figure out what's going on and 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 what is what the mechanics of the universe are and then mm -hmm. at the end it all sort of collapses in on itself and the problem is is that 
for almost everything like this, like you can never, you can never make an ending that satisfies that sense of like foreboding that you have when you're watching the early stuff. Like this is why the lost finale was never going to live up mm -hmm. to expectations. Right. This is just like, you know, like on the one hand you want that payoff, you want to know what's happening. But on the other hand, once you know, it kind of ruins it a little bit. Um, yeah. Giant cough. The final Star Wars movie. Giant <laughs> end cough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I like the 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 aspects of Lasagna Cat that are are a critique of like factory uh creation under capitalism, the sort of like <laughs> yeah. you know, the the sort of like assembly line approach to things like comic strips. Uh, I think that is, it's, it's like a solid critique that's well executed over that original run. And I think it's, mm -hmm. I think it's, I think that stuff's good. Other stuff, not as good, but you know, what are you going to do? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's that song by Bo Burnham called Art is Dead, uh, but it's about <laughs> Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah. Uh, so what are we watching next week, Mark? Um, I don't know what the fuck this is, but apparently it's been requested by by Triple C Nation. By many um, people in Triple C Nation, in fact. I, I'm such a boomer. God. Um, uh, we're watching Code Lyoko. Is that how I pronounce mm -hmm. it? Um, it's a French uh, animated TV series uh, uh, created by Thomas Romain and Tanya Palumbo. Uh, and uh, the series centers on uh, a group of teenagers who travel to the virtual world of Lyoko, there's your video game tie-in, uh, to battle against a malignant artificial intelligence known as uh, XANA, XANA, uh, <laughs> who threatens Earth with powers. Uh, it's, it's, it sounds like Digimon, um, I guess. Uh, the, the, the scenes in the real world have hand-drawn backgrounds <laughs> combined with 2D computer animation, for characters and moving objects. The scenes in Lyoko are presented in 3D CGI. This this sounds shitty. It's um, um <laughs> So this is not a show that I watched as a kid, uh, but it was it what this show was around when we were kids. It was coming out around around 2003. Yeah, I, I would have been 10 years old. Yeah. Uh, so prime this type of show watching age. I yeah. was watching Kirby right back at you and Beautiful Joe at this time. Uh, both of which we have covered uh, in the backlog. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I watched this for the first time, like, uh, a few months ago, uh, just kind of as a bit. <laughs> um, and as I was watching it, I was like, wait, this is primo Tartar Cinema Club material because it is about video games. <laughs> um, and it is also fucking nonsense. Uh, and also all the characters look gay. Uh, so I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this one. That's just, that's the ingredients for, that's the ingredients for an Alex show. It's like. <laughs> Uh, is it, <laughs> is it a cartoon that wasn't made in America? Yes. <laughs> Are there gays? Yes. Are there little guys? Probably. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So I know a lot of people have been looking forward to that, to that code Lyoko. So I figured we'd, we'd just get into it. Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? Uh, you can find us on, uh, Twitter at cartridge cinema or at is at cartridge cinema. Join the Discord. It's linked on the Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and or your favorite podcasting app are some of the places you can listen to us. You should rate us, especially on iTunes. That helps us be discovered and remain the number one podcast in the ostensibly about video games market. Uh, the, the music is by DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. For me, it was Tuesday. 
<laughs> um, fuck cops, don't join the military. Fuck Joe Biden, fuck Kamala Harris. Um, I can't fuck. believe our the, the the mechanics of our uh, of I our great political believe. system failed to out oust a fascist who incited a right wing white supremacist I, mob to I, attack. I, I, I can't believe the 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 I can't believe former Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said that he believes that Donald Trump incited the riots and then voted to acquit him uh, in order to have the best of both worlds that Republicans are not held accountable for their actions. And also he can save face with the party by uh, continuing to normalize and get back to the idea that Republicans are respectable and not uh, absolute proto-fascists or explicit fascists. I can't believe that he did that, and also most of the Republicans did that. Also, fuck the Republicans that voted to uh, that that did that voted to uh, uh, condemn to, whatever the yeah. Fuck fuck Mitt Romney to this fuckless motherfucker. So don't don't go around like oh thank God for our reasonable Republican. That motherfucker is a yeah. ghoul. Do not stop fucking normalizing. Forget it. Stop normalizing Republicans and the idea that anything that they do is respectable. Uh, it's not – I don't care what they think uh, about the economy. Their opinions about the economy are also racist and are also, like, explicitly classist and damaging to people of color. Yeah, their uh, opinions we, we about the economy about are that poor people should fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that anytime someone says the word deficit, then you should know to stop listening to them uh, forever and never take them seriously again. If they ever use the word deficit, unless they're saying fuck the deficit, which is, you know, something that, you know, cer certain uh, Democrats who are more on the left, like Bernie, have like said, like the deficit doesn't matter right now, even though it eventually they will have to uh, capitulate to caring uh, about the deficit. Um, <laughs> that's the after show. Fuck Donald Trump. Um, uh, but we should stop talking about him and caring about what the fuck he's doing let's move on we're it's, oh i don't a, know about that one mark <laughs> well okay what i'm trying to say is what you're saying is liberals should shut the fuck up <laughs> that yes <laughs> thank stop, you for correcting me and stop being I, like well yes. biden inherited a really tough situation from miss from 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 thank old you. trump so you yeah uh <laughs> no definitely <laughs> still be I'm, concerned about what trump is doing because i be think concerned yeah be concerned about about our, the our... Hook. they literally just let him off the <laughs> hook and now he's gonna he's gonna fucking run for president again before it was like yeah. oh he's gonna like form some sort of paramilitary organization it's now it's like oh well i guess he's just gonna fucking run for president we have to stop we have to stop yeah. <laughs> oh, oh god oh god oh. uh, uh communism is good yeah <laughs> we're not we're not a news podcast but apparently they're they're getting some, some more vaccines out there according to our friend forrest which is nice um <laughs> thank you so. forrest Th thank you, Forrest, for doing your work in the hopium mines. Yeah. Um, uh, God, peace. We have, no, we have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> peace. Oh, man. Remember when you were like, oh, this should be a short one. <laughs> yeah, fuck me, right? Oh, I got Melee God. to play. It's Sunday. <laughs> it's Super Smash Brothers Melee Sunday. I'm going to stop recording. <laughs>